Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. Hello, people. How are you guys doing? This is Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Uzioma Anyoji. Welcome back to this awesome episode. I am here again with an amazing guest, this week and we want to look at dealing with grief dealing with grief this is something yeah. that i have always wanted to talk about because a lot of people are going through so much and how do how are they dealing with this aspect of life what is grief yeah. okay so i i took <clears throat> i did a little bit of digging and um, this <laughs> is what wikipedia said about grief right so it says grief is the response to loss particularly to the loss of someone or something that has died to which a bond or affection was formed all right so you also said that it's of course focused on the emotional response to loss but it also has physical cognitive behavioral social cultural spiritual and physiological dimensions there's a whole lot of things right there but today we <laughs> want to go deep down and that is why with me today is a mental health coach. He's a health coach and also a podcaster. So he is dedicated energetic and compassionate health coach and a mental health podcaster with 10 plus years extensive experience in psychology and health education. Now he is competent in helping people better their relationship with themselves and others through a holistic coaching approach while displaying confidence and professionalism at all times. So with me on the show today is JD and he is joining me from North Carolina. Hey. <laughs> way way across the way across the globe there, right? Way across the globe like <laughs> seven oceans, great, seven mountains, seven what else. Welcome great, on grateful the show, to be here today. Thank you for that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I'm 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 humbled uh, to to be able to have these conversations. Absolutely. Yeah, grief, 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 grief. <laughs> Talking about grief, you know. First of all, I mean, you're gonna get into it because you are the expert here. <laughs> I'm always wondering if we react. Grief is a reactional thing. It's our response to something to a loss, but. Because we react to things differently, right? So mm-hmm. are there levels of grief or are there stages of grief? Or let's start from there. Are there levels of grief? If they are, what are they? And let's get the conversation started from there. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's such a it's such a tricky topic, right? Because uh-huh. it, it's something that can happen. I mean, that was a great definition. It's also, at the same time, a very ambiguous definition because, you know, what is that loss? You know, yeah. you could have... You could have lost, you know, a, a, a relationship or even a, you know, an object, and experience the same, same emotions that I would go through if we're talking about, you know, the loss of a, you know, a, a loved one. You know, you know, because truly, when we hear the word grief, you know, your mind immediately goes to the fact that somebody died, died. and that may not be the case. Uh-huh. Um, so it's it's a it's a tricky emotion. Um, and I think you said it. I mean, we experience, you know, so many different feelings, emotions on a daily basis. And those have the power to drastically affect everything, right? You know, our physical and mental health. And then with grief, uh, you know, they, they talk about there's five stages of grief, right? Um, you know, first being, and, and I say first, not really like an order. Um, yeah. 
because there isn't an order. You know, you could you could you're you're going to go through these stages, but you're not going to necessarily go through them in the same manner that somebody else will. Yeah, uh, you're not going to go through them in the same order. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go through a, a denial phase, an anger phase, um, bargaining. You know, a true true definition of depression, and then lastly followed up with acceptance and. I've talked to, uh, and I've actually devoted the, the, a whole whole season coming up here in a week um, to just this topic, and and just that, just those ten conversations that I have, um, you see, you can see varying degrees of where people are in their journey, you mm-hmm. know, when it comes to, to their loss, and, and and at the same time, varying degrees of what they lost. It makes it ch- challenging, probably, to you know even be you know in the grieving process because of that you know um so yeah i mean you know it's easy when you talk about like you know you know let's just say like you know a parent dies for instance you know that people tell you like you know oh it's expected you know they were later on in their life and you know you're it's almost like you're supposed to you're almost supposed to be like you know be able to to take that that loss head on because you know they're an adult and yeah. no big deal but you know like what does that mean you know does that mean you're not supposed to be sad or yeah. that you're supposed to be grateful that they yeah. passed away you know that <laughs> you weren't you weren't a child when that happened versus mm-hmm. an adult you know um to me like i mean grief basically i mean to put it in an easier definition is you know it's the reflection of the connection that has been lost yeah and, and that connection be can be anything, right? Hmm. Hmm. Now, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Hmm. Hmm. Now, wh- when we get to acceptance, what does that really mean? Does it mean we finally come to the point where we say, oh, okay, it happened, what do I do? I move on. And um, even though you you were angry at the time, but then you are no longer angry, or is it the point where we get to where we say, okay, I am still very angry that it happened, but I can't do anything about that. So I'm just yeah. going to move on, even though I'm still angry, or do we stop yeah. being angry at that point? Because um, I want to really know what does acceptance in this point, yeah. what does it really mean? I think you're probably, you know, to some degree, always going to feel every one of those stages still happening. Mm-hmm. You know, it just becomes less frequent, um, you know, less heavy. You know, when it comes to acceptance, you know, when you just think of that word, it's just like, it almost feels like you're just saying, ah, well, time to move on. It, you know, it happened. And it's not necessarily like, it's not that, like you've forgotten it or, you know, that, that it's happened. It's just the fact that you know, that reality that 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 loved one or that relationship, you know, is, is gone. And there's a there's a new reality that's going to be permanent. Um, we, we, we will never like this reality necessarily, uh, or, you know, or make it okay. But, you know, eventually, we kind of accept it. Um, and, and, you know, that's, to me, that's, you know, where the final healing and adjustment, you know, to the to the world can take more of a firm hold, despite the fact that healing is is not linear at all. You know, it often often, you know, looks and feels completely unattainable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it, you know, you're always going to possibly feel anger. You know, uh, to something. You know that you know to that loss. Uh, it, it and that's that's okay. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with still feeling that. It's not like, you know, it's hard to talk about these stages because you know a lot of times people look at them like, okay, like is that stage done? Yep. Okay, what's next? And it's <laughs> it's not. You know. You know, oftentimes, 
you know, the you anger part of it. Could, you could be going through maybe four of them at the same time. You're angry, you're denying sure. it. Sure. You're in depression, you're trying sure. to get your way out of the situation and wow. And yeah. I mean, you know, the anger, you know, can come from from a lot of places, you know, but it's a it's a necessary stage. It's, you know, it's just the probably to me it's it's the probably the the, the most I don't want to say importance, but it's the it's the stage that you should probably pay attention to the most, you know, because a lot of times, you know, when somebody's angry, just angry and just in general, that, you know, that means they're masking their pain or they're, you know, it can isolate you from your friends and family. But at the same time, it also means in this case that you're progressing through your grief and that's good. Um, anger also affirms that you can feel, you know, mm -hmm. that you did love and, and that you did, you know, that you have lost, mm -hmm. you know, so it's a good thing at the same time. It's just, to me, it's the, it's the phase that, you know, you want to pay attention to and, you know, you don't want to linger on the most. Yeah. Um, they're all important. And, you know, like I said, I mean, you can't just, you know, tick it off in a box and be like, yep, all done. Um, mm. Not angry anymore, you know, cause you don't, <laughs> life still goes on. Right. Yeah, and you yeah. don't know, you don't know what's going to trigger it mm -hmm. and you know what happens. And so you kind of, you have to be aware of that, I think. Now I'm wondering, is, is it a good sign when something happens and the person doesn't get, feel anything and the person just accepts reality? Um, you hear people like say, he didn't even cry. You know, he wasn't mm -hmm. even angry. You know, yeah. he just accepted that. Is it, is it a good thing in this conversation? I mean, I, I think it is. I mean, and that's that's hard too, because, you know, we immediately zone in on that and, and say, well, you know, if you go back to just the loss of a parent, for example, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you might have a brother or a sister and you bawled your eyes out when your mom passed away and mm -hmm. your sister or brother didn't. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's just, that's how, that's how it hit you versus how it hit them. And if you were asked, you know, years before that the situation happened, what do you think is going to happen? You know, how are you going to feel when your dad passes away? I mean, you know, he's, he's right now, he's, 84 and when he does you know it'll be his time i'll be okay and then come come that that day in that time when it does happen you're the one a bawling mess on the ground you know you don't <laughs> you don't know and yeah. you know so it's hard to it's hard to just look at someone and be like well they can take it they didn't they didn't have any emotion they probably like they probably did they just aren't sure what to do right now you know and and I mean, you hear people, you know, all the time, you know, talking about their, their stages of grief and, and being in and, and grieving that like, you know, two years later, it's like okay. they're having panic attacks or, or something. And they're like, oh, I don't know. And then they realize like, oh, oh, because it like I'm still haven't processed the fact that my grandfather passed away five years ago, you know. Um, so I, I don't think there's any there's no wrong or, or, or right way to grieve, you um. know, um, it's all all just going to happen the way it happens for you. I think the important thing to realize is that you're on that journey, yeah. you know, is not to sit there and go, okay, well, no, I'll be fine. You know, I'm, you know, like my grandfather was, you know, 92, like I kind of expected him to pass away soon. Like, I'll be fine. Don't, yeah, it don't say that because mm -hmm. you might feel fine now, but you don't, you don't know what, you know, what's going to happen 10 years down the road, two years down the road, how are you going to feel? And so it's important just to, you know, recognize the fact that you've lost someone or lost something. Mm -hmm. And that means that you're, you're on this, this path of, of grieving. Mm. Um, and, and you'll never know, you know, you're, you'll never know how long you're going to be on it. You know, I, I mean, I was you know, talking to people that 
lost their 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 parent or parents you know three years ago and to me like when somebody tells me that i'm like well you you lost them yesterday basically you know like it's still still fresh and still new whenever you come to that realization that's when the healing starts yeah and that's important to to pay attention to you know i mean these emotions you know, these reactions we have essentially they, they weigh nothing to us and and but you know when we experience a loss you know or total absence of someone or something we love you know that that sensation feels so heavy that it like just completely cripples you and and knocks you over and at least at least understanding that as a possibility for you it it at least help the process of grieving you know start and I don't want to say move along because you could feel stuck and sad and crying and or angry or denying for you know weeks months you know who knows um but I think it, just being able to to see that you're on that path will will kind of at least ease a lot of that process along in my opinion mm. now oftentimes when when um we are grieving or when we experience a loss crying feels like the natural thing or what's mm-hmm. most common to do but then is that is there an extent to which someone will cry and it becomes a problem um because <laughs> um you know when you're crying and crying and crying and mm-hmm. is it possible that you prob- you cry and then cry yourself into something else <laughs> Um, you know, I I I've read that I mean, just biologically, you, eventually like your body just runs out of tears. I I mean, I don't remember if it was like, you know, in a day or crying. I mean, that comes from like, you know, having enough, you know, uh, fluid in your body, you know, enough water. Um, that's where that's coming from. So, and I'm sure you could. Um, I would always look at the fact, you know, if somebody were doing that, you know, to that extent, you know what are, what are, what's not being done for them you know uh you know what are you not addressing what are you not talking about what are what are you not seeing possibly they need to you know either talk about or address or you know see, seek you know somebody professional you know to 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 to, to help move that along uh-huh. um, you know because that's it's understandable right i mean and i i mean you can't put a timeline on that either yeah. you know you can't be like well you know you know my friend's been crying for you know every day for the past week you know every time they come home from work you know they tell me that they've you know cry for like an hour every night because they're you know their mom died uh, you know you can't sit there and be like well that's way too long like they should not be crying anymore that would be inconsiderate and you know disrespectful yeah. to say but it also should also in your head you know should at least signal the fact that okay i need to really pay attention to my friend because this obviously hit them way harder Yeah. Then they were ready for and and what can I do? It's just, you know, it's this empty and painful feeling that sits in your chest and just seems to rest there, you know. And grief is is tricky because that. It's just a I mean they call it a heart-wrenching response mm. to emotional trauma for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it it is. And and you don't know why, you don't know how to not breathe. So yeah. Uh side talking to professionals like you, um psychologists like you. What other things could people begin to do um that's of course that helps in this journey towards healing? Yeah, I mean, what I the, the spectrum that I deal with um I wish I I wish I was a professional psychologist most days. Um my my end of it is is holistically, you know, health coaching. Um and and that 
that to me, like I, the way I look at it is that's the bridge to the next step. Because a lot of times, you know, for people, especially, I mean, you would never flat out tell somebody that, you know, just lost their, their loved one, even, you know, two, three months, you know, three years ago, like, hey, I think you need to seek help. Because mm-hmm. that might be the last thing they want to hear at that moment. They might already know that, but like mm-hmm. that's a whole that adds that's part of the step of acceptance. That means that this is real and I need to do about it. And they might not be ready for that. Mm-hmm. So my conversations, you know, and I, I mean, I, I certainly don't talk, you know, about grief on a day to day basis. But mm-hmm. you know, as it comes up, you know, I look at the fact that like I'm at least the bridge to kind of get you to see what you might need to do, mm-hmm. you know, and when it comes to, you know, seeking support for a situation like grief, you know, and the loss of somebody, you kind of, you kind of need to search outside, you know, your circle, you know, you kind of start with your, you know, your immediate friends and family, but they're going to have one set of responses to you because, you know, they're close to you and they, they don't like seeing you like this because they see you every day in a different fashion. Yeah. You know, so they're, they might possibly, you know, tread on eggshells, so to speak, that, you know, they don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or anything in between, you know, whereas somebody outside of it is not necessarily going to be inconsiderate and and not be aware of the fact that these are, this is a tough moment you're going through. Yeah. But they are also going to be able to be objective and say, look, like, you know, every time we talk, you know, you're 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 constantly bringing up this one thing or you know you're you seem to always be upset and sad or angry or whatever the case may be i think we should do something about that you know even just those words right that's the you know when somebody tells me that like you know the best thing you could do is talk about it or the best thing you could do is listen to somebody mm-hmm. that's what that means it is not just go let them just be a sounding board and sometimes you need that mm-hmm. that to me is 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 being able to to do something with what that person said, you know, and that doesn't, that shouldn't mean that you have to fix that. I think we have a, you know, kind of an innate need to to be the fixer mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't mean that you're, that you get to be the person they look back on and say, if it wasn't for JD, yeah, I would have never made out of it. No, you know, I, I you shouldn't want to be that person. You mm-hmm. should just be at least be want to be the person that points them in the right direction or finds the person that really can, you know, do something about it. Because, you know, with something as heavy as grief, uh, you know, if you're trying to fix it all and do it all, you're going to end up, you know, possibly like feeling worse Mm. than they are that's going through it because you've, you've put this weight on you, you know? Um, The first thing I always tell people is, first and foremost is, is to let yourself grieve you know that's the only that's the, that's the thing you, you you have to you know don't um, it up. yeah i mean you know at some point you know you begin to live again but you can't do so until you've you've given grief its time mm-hmm. you know um and it and you don't get to dictate necessarily what that time is you can't sit there and be like okay and 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 by the end of the year uh, you know, don't, I'm not, don't do I'm, right. I'll be done. I'm not going to miss the pack that my parents are dead. You know, no, you don't get to, that's not going to happen. That wouldn't be realistic anyway, but you can also, you know, have some version of that where it's like in, in two months, you know, I'm going to make sure that I, if I still feel this way, I'm going to go talk to a therapist or in four months from now, I'll start cleaning out my, my, you know, my, my parents' possessions or, yeah. you know, my wife's, you know, whoever it is. Right. You can at least set that kind of a time limit, but you 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 cannot and should not ever be 
setting a time limit on how long you're gonna be upset about it. It's it's never gonna it's never gonna go away, and that's fine. It's just gonna happen less frequently. Uh, I mean, I, my my wife, her father has passed away. I guess it's been almost ten years now from colon cancer. Um, my mom has lost her her older sister. It's probably been like twenty years, and then she lost her mom probably like 15 years ago. And if I look at the the two, my, you know, my wife and, and my mom and, and how they processed all it and are processing it, uh-huh. it's still there. And I've, I've, you know, I've watched both of them and when anniversaries come around, you know, whether that's the passing of them or birthdays, uh-huh. varying degrees of it, you know, sometimes they, they cry. Sometimes it's just a small tear. Sometimes it's, you know, nothing at all other than like a pause. Uh, you know, and you you know that whatever you just said, whatever that what that is, it it caught them for a second. I, I'll give you an example. So my we have a two year old and a six month old, and my two year old long ago, probably I mean almost probably like at a year and a half. Um, I don't know how it came up, probably because grandma, so my my wife's mother, you know, there's pictures of of her husband around, and of course, you know, we're going to talk about the fact that that's that's grandpa, but he has no idea that why grandpa's not here. So we told him that grandpa's not here he's in in heaven and he's probably fishing and (laughs) right so he he doesn't completely get that at all right but every once in a while he would you know say grandpa or or and and he did like just a couple weeks ago and you know my wife will just say like you know yeah like well you know where is grandpa and he'll say like you know heaven what's he doing he's you know fishing and you could see i mean and i was in the car with both, you know, my my mother-in-law and my wife when he said that. And I couldn't see my wife. I can I could just hear hear my son, but you could feel that, like uh, that the the emotion just kind of fly in the room. Nobody cried, nobody got upset. They just kept talking to the two-year-old. And but it's there. And yeah. here it is, you know, 10 years. So you never know when a, a two-year-old's gonna say something that catches you off guard and makes you think for a second and go, Phew. and you know, hopefully what that does is, is make you sit there and go, oh man, okay, I'm still not processing all that I should have. I need to deal with this. Or it's a moment where you go, well, that was emotional, um, but I can tell that I've taken one step forward here, yeah. you know, because it's it's not, that didn't hit me as, as hard uh. as it would have, you know, even last month. And that's important to recognize when it comes to to grief is just seeing where you're at and constantly being okay with assessing that. And yeah. that's what I try and do to people that, or do for people, I shouldn't say do to people, do for people that come to me with that, that, okay. Did you see that just now? Like, you know, you were talking about this situation, you know, last week and you had to stop and, and move, move on. We couldn't talk about it and now you can. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and that's, that's that, cause you don't see that, right? I mean, that's it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to see when you're in the thick of things that uh-huh. that's progress, and that's that alone can help somebody. So it's a it's a challenge, but it's a it's a good challenge, you know. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I want us to talk about people that just like you yourself are in the midst of people that are grieving. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are the one having to watch these people go through so many of these emotions. Um, in that case, what will you advise people to do? Because they are also going to, at some point, 
feel these emotions because you are just mm-hmm. like you said you will be in the room where the old emotions will jump out and fly the room yeah. you will be there so what role do these people play and how can they also help in the healing process for people that are grieving yeah you talk about like you know what what i do when i when i like you know have to to have these conversations how do i yeah you because of your your yeah. mother-in-law and your wife now in relation to that oh yeah yeah now, talking about other people that are like you in this situation what do yeah. you advise yeah that you know i mean help. I, that's that's as close you know and, and and they're members of my family i mean i i lost my my father-in-law probably i think i only knew him for about two three years so not long at all um he didn't he, he knew that like my wife and i were engaged but he didn't he didn't end up seeing that we got married mm. um my grandmother my wife's or my mom's mom and her older sister you know of course they were in my life but i i lost them when i was in middle school and and you know i just had a co- just out of college um so older in life but certainly not old enough to necessarily grasp all that uh so you know it comes with like a lack of understanding as to you know what to do i mean i've experienced it but i fortunately haven't experienced like a you know a direct loss like that yet in my life um so i mean for me you know being on that end of it you know the best thing i is i could tell people is is to to you know to really be there and just don't try and don't try and be that hero you don't need to mm-hmm. you know you don't need to be the one like i said that they go back to and be like you know if my husband wasn't there if you know if my son wasn't supportive of the fact that i lost my mom like i don't know what i would do you don't you, you think you want that but you don't you, that's that's not going to help them you know I, like i try and just kind of especially you know on days on the days that you know anniversaries like i said come around um you know for my my wife it's a little bit newer um and he he passed away a day before his birthday so it it happens like back to back i just know that those days are coming and i don't try and be any different i don't try and be extra supportive or friendly or you know well let you know, let me do that like you know cuz then you're just reminding him of that every time and they already have a reminder in their head they don't they don't need somebody else to be like oh why are you, you're only being nice today because you know that you know this is the anniversary of my you know my my best friend's death in high school you know like you, they don't need they don't need another reminder yeah um they just need to know that you know you all, you know that this is going to be a tough moment tough day for you know the next couple years who knows and just be you you uh-huh. know and and be compassionate and graceful for the fact that this this isn't going to be this isn't going to be fun sometimes um you know i i i it's 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 letting them cry it's letting them talk it's letting them uh, just be and and have their moment whatever that is and it may not be you know um but going out of your way trying to be you know overly supportive or overly talkative or constantly bringing it up you know and asking questions on that day um you know i might i might say something you know especially with my wife like you know i might ask a question like something simple just to remind remind her of like the good moments yeah you know and like she knows like she knows that i love asking like like deep thought provoking questions so it's not an anomaly for me but you know i'll, I'll ask like maybe we're we're out you know at a museum or something like that with our kids or you know like did your dad like going to zoos you know like just something in that moment like she's in this moment with like her family what cuz i mean and and 
that works in my case at least because I didn't really know him. Um, yeah. So I get to know things, but she's not going to necessarily like all of a sudden at random tell you that, you know? So it's, it's helping people remind themselves of, of the good stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, just naturally, not some forced scripted conversation, just, you know, simply dad was a really great guy. Yeah, we know, you know, like we know that already. Like that's not what I'm, that's not what's going through my head every yeah, day. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's those little things. And I think that's what people fear is that they're slowly going to forget all those little moments. And so I like to remind people of, of that. Um, yeah, I mean, my mom is a little bit different. I mean, like I said, I was much younger when yeah. it happened. Um, but she'll, you know, she'll say something, you know, on her own. And then I can at least like, you know, bank off of that. Yeah, I can remember when, you know, um, when so like for her sister, you know, I can remember, you know, when Aunt Ro used to have us over and she used to cook these like elaborate meals. That's the first time I ever had asparagus. I probably have said that same story to her yeah. every time it comes up, but it's a reminder that her son got to, you know, got to meet her sister. Mm -hmm. And it's a reminder of like some, you know, simple good moment, you know, because a lot of times we forget those small, small fragile moments. You know, we keep looking for this big, happy, happy end goal, but you forget the fact that dad liked to fish or, you know, you're, older sister like to just play with Barbies. You know, you forget these small little things and yeah. those those are the important stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's this the conversation is inexhaustible because we're dealing yeah. with people, different people, different emotions, um, different ways of dealing with issues. So yeah. there is no one way cause it all kind of um, thing when it comes to grief. No, but it's not. it's also important that we recognize the fact that people are going through it lot, and um, these conversations are important. They um, are. It's also very important to know that if you are in a position where you are grieving, um, just like you rightly said, there is no moment of okay timetable Monday 16th yeah. of February I'm done grieving <laughs> <laughs> by 5 p.m no. it will all be over <laughs> you don't have that luxury you can't no. say that but it's also very good that you accept reality when it hits and that's when healing starts wow thank you so much JD this no. has been thank you friend amazing this has been amazing thank you so much oh, thank you thank you I'm truly 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 grateful to, to be able to have these conversations so i appreciate you giving me the the space to do so yeah and finally before we go what's the name of your podcast because i know you have a complete series coming up on yeah the, um, so starting actually here uh february 13th um it's uh what's your story is the name of the podcast but this new season coming up is actually all lumped together it's 10 10 amazing people 10 amazing stories all focused around just this grief um so Feel free to, to listen in and, you know, better understand even just on a personal sense of, of what this, that's what we've been talking about, what it all means. Yeah. And then, you know, where people are along their journeys and the various types of, of loss you can experience. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your story is on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts and on Google Podcasts, yeah. right? It's everywhere. Yeah. Right. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. This is what we call it, dear people. This has been... 
dealing with grief and i'm sure you got value i'm sure you got value from this episode i will come your way again next week with another amazing amazing conversation and of course with another guest talk to you again have a beautiful beautiful day have a beautiful week bye-bye thank you <laughs>